0: Good morning, Wayne Sutton, straighttalkwithwayne.com, thesecondadam.com. Today, I just want to celebrate with you a fellow kingdom seeker. The kingdom of God is advancing. It's advancing. Listen to me. Many times we can get caught up in the fear. We can get caught up in the rhetoric. We can get caught up in the daily life, and we see Islam, we see ISIS, we see uh, the horrific shootings that were in Charleston. We see, uh, we see the, the, the devastation. We see the kingdom of darkness, but we must focus upon the kingdom of God. Now what the enemy is using, the enemy is using a cheerle- a high school tactic, a, a college f- a football game tactic of a cheerleader. That means he's out there cheering. The world is ending. He's out there cheering that, uh, All hell is breaking loose. He's out there cheering that God is not able, that he wins, that evil wins. This is what's being cheered. You don't believe it? Look at the news. It's like cheerleading. There's out there trying to pep you a pep rally for the evil, a pep rally for the unholy. And I want to talk to you today about what it means to be a cheerleader or not be a cheerleader. Now, I'm going to tell you a quick funny story. So you can grab a hold of this lesson. Years ago, and I don't have the date, but many years ago, I was was just in ministry. I don't even know if I was ordained yet. I think I was, but anyway, I was preaching at our local church here in Wilmington, and I really prepared. I had this message I had prepared all week long. I had prayed. I had I had uh, studied. I had, you know, just went back into the Word. I had practiced it in front of the, the bathroom mirror. I just walked in the apartment I was living in at that time, back and forth through the apartment, just preaching the Word of God. And I was ready. I knew this message had to be delivered. And I knew it was a message that God had given me for this body of Christ. So I gave the message. I went and preached a sermon. I thought I did good. I thought I did okay. I thought the message had been delivered. I come off of the podium, out of the, behind the podium and I'm going down. Sermon's over. And there was a worship leader. And the worship leader at the time had been a, he was a pastor in the past that had retired and now he's a worship leader. And so he walks up to me and he shakes my hand. He said, Great message, Wayne. But Great message, Wayne, but... Don't you love those butts? Those butts in life? Great message, Wayne, but... Needs a little more oomph. Needs a little more oomph. I don't even know how to spell oomph. A little more oomph, a little more energy. Needs a little more oomph, Wayne. That's what you're missing. And... Yeah, other people had said, hey, great sermon, thank you. And I was able to actually counsel some people based on that sermon. But the Wayne, you need a little more oomph. That's what was sticking with me. And so I took that negativity. I took that. He meant well, but I took it as criticism. I took it as, what am I doing behind this podium? What am I doing on stage? So I went Immediately into just prayer mode. God, remove me from the podium. If I'm up here preaching and shouldn't be preaching, do not let me take this space. There's more people with oomph. Is it the anointing that I don't have, Lord? Is it just the delivery message? What is it that I'm missing? What's that oomph that I'm missing, God? And I knew what he meant. I'd seen the preachers that could, they could, they could name, they could take a recipe. Two eggs. Little bit of flour. And people going, amen, amen. And whatever the message is, there's an amen behind it because they have oomph. Now, I prayed about it. I prayed about it. Several days later, I was praying again. I said, Lord, again, please remove me from the podium. Do not let me go into uh, evangelism or pastoral leadership if I do not have that which I need. And so, I am... This early one morning, so I think it's a Friday, Thursday or Friday, I'm pulling out and I'm pulling out of my subdivision and I hear and I'm praying and a Holy Spirit interrupts me. I love those Holy Spirit interruptions. And he says, I do not need a cheerleader. Oh, wow. It was such a clear word from God. It was so powerful. I do not need a cheerleader. So, so well, thank you, Lord. I, I thank you that I I'm, maybe I'm just a teacher. Maybe I'm. I mean, and I'm trying to justify why I had no oomph, even though the Lord just told me He did not need a cheerleader. So that evening or the next, again the the, the Friday evening, I was at a church service. It was Thursday or Friday. I heard. The Lord say. I do not need a, uh, a cheerleader. Friday evening, I'm at a revival service in Selma, North Carolina. I'm in a revival service. There's a, different ministers coming up. They're all have, they're like tag team preaching, if you know the, what that is. They're taking turns. And this little, short, I mean, she had to be five foot tall, black lady is just stomping up and down the front, and she is preaching. She is bringing a message. The glory of God is upon her. And and I was just, I was just taken away by her message. I was taken away by her energy. She had the oomph, if anyone had oomph. And I'm looking at her and I'm listening. I'm looking at her and I'm listening. And I, and I said to myself, which was, I was praying, but I didn't say it out loud. I, I was just that little silent prayer. And I said, Lord, that's what I need. That's what I need. And I was trying to imagine myself. I was trying to envision myself in her place on that stage, up and down, bringing the oomph, bringing the message of God, bringing the glory. I said, Lord, that is what I need. And immediately, immediately, now understand her message was not on the topic that she interrupts herself with. Immediately she stops and she looks And she looks right in my area. I'm not saying right eye to eyeball to eyeball to me, but right in the area I'm standing. She's like mid-sentence, mid-oomph. She stops and looks at me and says, let me tell you what God doesn't need. God doesn't need a cheerleader. Wow. I felt the Spirit of God just fall upon me. And it confirmed that I am unique just as you are unique. That I have giftings and abilities just as you have giftings and abilities. And you have a way of bringing the message. Everyone will not be the oomph cheerleader. Now, have I, have I been on in front of an audience and the oomph hit, that anointing fall, and I bring the message and people are excited and the Spirit of God falls? Absolutely. Yet more often than not, I come and I bring a revelatory word. Through it is not as energetic. I look at uh, Bill Johnson. I have a great respect for Bill Johnson. I love he, the revelation he brings, the anointing he brings, but he doesn't have uh, he doesn't have the energetic oomph. He's not a cheerleader, even though he is. He what he does is he edifies and builds up. That's what true prophecy does. It edifies. It encourages. It builds up people. Okay, it builds them up. Doesn't have to pep them up like a pep rally. So, wow, where am I going with this? What is your call and what is your gift and what is your ability? And where are you moving? Where are you moving into the kingdom of God with that? Where are you moving into the kingdom of God with that? God doesn't need a cheerleader. He told me that himself. And then he had the short little black... Anointed woman of God. I'm telling you, I was even thought she knows how to breathe. She's the cheerleader. And she interrupted her sermon mid sentence to say God doesn't need a cheerleader. God will give you the message. You will confirm the message in your heart. That is the power of prophecy. That is the power of a loving God. I bless you, I honor you. I pray that today, that your destiny, your purpose, just be lit a fire within you. That you would know your calling, that you would know where you're to go. And that God would confirm that. Never look at another person and say, Lord, I I, I must follow their protocol. I must follow their system. I must preach or teach or, or love even like they love. No, God has created you to love. He's created you to, to inspire. He's created you to be you, and He will form that. He will form that reality of who you are, and let that come out. Just surrender, it's a daily surrender to the Lord. This is Pastor Wayne. The SecondAdam dot com, wayne dot com. Go to the dot com, place your prayer request in your name, email address. Let us pray for you. Let our prayer team pray for you. Remember to follow us on iTunes. Straight Talk with Wayne Sutton. Give us a five star rating. Let other people know about us, and we appreciate it. If you would help us with the ministry, we're going into the internet church. We're going into a lot of other areas. Uh, I will actually be flying out in a few days into Texas, and uh, so keep us in your prayers there. But if you with your offering and tithes, we do appreciate that. You can also donate there, and on the com. If you need something from us, let us know. Let us be your, your path for your prophetic counselor. That's what we're here for. I believe in you because I believe in the Christ in you. God bless.